Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle podcast. Talk about the test, I. <laughs> Recording that, aren't I? So. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Muscle and the Hustle podcast. Mickey thinks this joke of hitting a button, which I can see him hit, is some sort of big prank he pulls every week where he does it repeatedly. Well, sometimes I don't actually cut it out when I edit because it's I, I never catch you out saying something bad, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, that's too boring, so I just cut it out. <laughs> oh, fuck me, right? That sound, you know who your mates are, isn't it? Ah, uh, well, here. It is what it is, so. Um, hope everybody had a good Christmas and a, and a happy new year. Um, I know I had a very quiet one. Uh, hopefully you're not rolling into the new year. Roll? I no, no, nearly, nearly. I thought I had coronavirus or COVID. Yeah. I honestly, the fuck did I? A hundred percent was sure I had it. Um, so went and got tested. Had all the symptoms. Fucking ticked every box except for the taste one. The smell was a wee bit fucked, but then my nose is blocked. And uh, got and te- went and got tested and came back negative. Well, I'm waiting on mine. I went to test this morning, and I but you're wait, you're waiting on yours for a fucking good reason, dickhead. Yeah, no. So <laughs> hopefully, touch wood, because I'm not really showing any symptoms or anything. But you never know. Like, like I just be nervous because the t- like the the I didn't do mine, so obviously they're a fella on mine in Rondox this time, and no joke, he goes to me. Uh, like I sat down, and he was just do you want to? I don't mean to sound cheeky. Do you want to? You just meet somebody, and you're like, you're a bell end. Oh, I. He sat me down, he was like, as if he was single-handedly fighting COVID. I was just like, oh, no, mate. And he was like, lean your head back there. And I, and I was like, don't be sticking that too deep there. I, I, I'll get No messing around. Uh. No laugh, just pure seriousness. Right, that's dead on. And I mean, that fucker ran that thing that far down my throat. I thought it was my ballet. And then straight out, straight up the snaz. Yeah. And no joke, near came out the back of my head. I felt it touching my brain. Uh, it's, uh, it's not a nice feeling. I've never actually had to physically do it myself, like I had to do in the test center. All the time when I was tested before, it was always tested by a person. It's hard to do it yourself. It is because you, 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 your whole back, you know, you you think you're at that point where you feel resistance in your nose, but you know you could go further. It's like picking your nose for a winner and you know there's Uh, no answer. Well, my fingers are too fat. (laughs) Um, but the I I'm no good with the gag reflex and the tonsils anyway. You know how to like, practice? The, no, the, no, that ten seconds for me is fucking. That's a nightmare. Like I uh, had the cucumbers out last night. Giving our go so good. You probably were. You're probably doing fucking raps. <laughs> <laughs> you had a gym plan all over Christmas. Get ready for the fucking test. Yeah, I built up in sizes. I started small. It's a pri- I built up, built up to the aubergine last night. So uh, you're going to tell people why you're getting the test now? Because uh, I'm disappearing for a bit because I've had enough of COVID. It can go fuck. Oh. Did your man pass any uh, remarks on that? Did your boy pass any remarks on that? That was doing the test? Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Is it like me going away? Yeah. No, he, he didn't ask. Like, he just oh, goes, no, because it, it, seems so, it seems like it's a, it's a touchy subject for some people. I don't get why it would be a touchy subject at all for people, but seemingly people fucking are passing remarks and, you know, people well, go away to escape corona and they're like, oh, what the fuck? Do they not know there's a pandemic going on? You're like, oh, you're probably just jealous because you can't fucking do it. No. Yeah, so, do you know what it comes down to? Like, I do understand, like, I, I, like in my eyes, when there's not a national lockdown, but the first time when we locked down for three months, the airports should have been shut before the lockdown even hit. Oh, yeah. Because we're in an island, so if like it's Fucking, not like we're uh, we're in France where you can come across from Italy and that. Yeah, we're actually on a wee island. So like, if you imagine they shut Dublin, Cork, I don't know Belfast. I don't know if there's one. In, there's a Derry Airport as well. Derry and Shannon. Yeah. So like, if you shut all them, like there's there's fair enough. There's ferries as well. But if you shut off all ways in, like that's it. Whatever's in the country is in, and that's it. Yeah. And if you lock down, it should work. Whereas like 
you, you like I like I and other people did get flights during the original lockdown to places like I had work in England and stuff. So like you you can still you can still move about. So it's a case of like what's to say that whenever I was in England there that I didn't get it there and bring it back. Joe you know, didn't show symptoms. So like, but there's no way. Like that's why that doesn't make sense to me. Whereas now during like I've seen Nick Cabo put up a very good thing and this actually did relate to me very well and anybody listening obviously not that we're anti-lockdown now because we're all for lockdown it's just it's both sides of the coin now I think people there's somebody who said to me the other day coronavirus is a, a conspiracy theory and I actually near spotting them because it was actually ridiculous like, like I think that the stage of where people are saying it's not real is, is a bit of a joke of my eyes oh, at the stage probably over exaggerated is probably the better word yeah yeah well uh, you know <laughs> it's just touchy subject it's fucking you know <laughs> it's a touchy subject like somebody listening to this be like with the entire bunch of wankers talking about this joe because you say one thing and somebody works in the nhs then somebody's missed it like i was supposed to be in new york for christmas there and she can't go and then joe is the lockdown the right thing and people are cracking up then if you disappear but nick cabo put up a good thing the other day and it was a case of he was like right here's what's happened over the last full year because it's practically been a year and he was like yeah it's been a year for last week yeah he put it up and goes national lockdown for three months this is england national lockdown for three months failed tier system one to three failed national lockdown 2.0 failed tier system one to four failed yeah sure why don't we just go back into another national lockdown because that worked the first two times and that actually is the, the like we were chatting about like the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing repeatedly expecting a different result yeah it's uh, my, stupid my football manager used to always talk about the electric fence in a fa- on a farm you know a cow only be stung by it once <laughs> you know that's why um, a wee electric fence just one single wee line but a barbed wire fence is like fucking trying to keep out an army yeah exactly so keep going back but uh yeah, Nick Cabo's fucking... I only really came across him, you know... I didn't see at the start when he was doing the whole keep the gyms open thing. Oh, yeah, Nick, for anybody that doesn't know, I think we have chatted about him. Nick Cabo was the, the sort of the header, like the, the... Not the head, the head founder of sort of like keep the gyms open. He's the boy who owns Body Tag and Liverpool. He's the one that brought it to Parliament and all, for anybody that knows, sorry. It's just to get people quite yeah, up there. he's very well spoken compared to what I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be oh, a kind of... A Paul Mort character where he's that fucking, like, lively and aggressive, but... He's uh, I actually enjoy his content a wee bit. Um, going back to the lockdown thing, like I think a couple of podcasts ago we were talking about lockdowns and how you no, know, how clearly they didn't work. Um, and then somebody had contacted us or contacted me directly and said that we should get someone from a frontline worker on. Um, onto yeah. the podcast. So I put out the feelers, asked a few frontline workers that I knew, and they're all pretty much said that they can't speak about it. In a, in, a, in a way they're not like told you de- no they're just pretty much told you can't really don't you know, don't spread and you don't if people newspapers contact you I don't know if this is all of them but this is the few that I contacted um, so I don't know I don't know it's uh, I'd love to get somebody a frontline worker on this actually like really really frontline and the only the only reason I want I would like to get them on is I, I will. I always like to hear from the horse's mouth. I don't think a lot of people would, even if they. I do. I actually do feel like if you were on the front line, I would say the hospitals are rammed. From anybody I've been chatting to, it does sound like they're very busy. Physios are getting like re. What do you call that? Redeployed. They are flat out. It, yes. Yeah. Like the underlying theme here is not the problem that it's the lockdown. It's well, the fact that the yeah. the government skimmed on pumping money into the NHS for years and now it's coming back to haunt them. Oh yeah, and I can see why any is going to be quiet for the simple reason is, if you're like being precautionary, going into shop a mass and shit, you're not going to go to the hospital with a fucking sore ankle. You know, he normally ah head on up to any there maybe sprained. You're just going to go. You know what? I'll fucking grin and bear it for a few days, and if I need to, I'll go up rather than. You were going to A&E for everything. And that's probably the reason why A&Es are quiet. Um, there is going to be certain other hospital things are going to be quiet because there's no operations on. And that's that's a fucking... That's a, a by-factor of, of COVID. You know, they're not doing ma- as many operations, so the normal wards aren't going to be as busy. So they're being repurposed, as you said. That's the reason the hospitals are quiet. Now, like you see the amount of cases, the cases are flying up. There's definitely... So the hospitals are busy, no doubt about it. Um, it's just it's the lockdown thing I think is getting to people now because they realise the first lockdown didn't work 
So then the blame game started. It's the fucking students. It's the people partying. Second lockdown didn't work. There was less partying done that because the weather wasn't good. Um, that didn't work because of X, Y, and Z. Because the shops were open. The fucking clothes shops were open. Christmas lockdown seemingly didn't. No, well, we don't know if it didn't work, but seemingly it didn't work because it was fucking the cases are, are as high as ever. That didn't work because the. Uh, the borders are open, the airports are open, people are partying Boxing Day, people are partying New Year's. You know, there's always going to be something and it's creating a massive, uh, a massive, like, divide in communities. Well, not communities, just divide in fucking humanity. Even people, yeah. I think even, like, small discreet. The thing is, I put it up my story, do you remember, with, like, all of there, and I lost a couple of people. Like, I think I lost about 300 followers every day when I put up that story on my sofa, do you remember? It was, like, a wee bit of a rant. I didn't really listen to it, but because I knew we, we had talked because you want yeah, the, the, it's similar. You're uh, really sick of listening to me. It's a similar chat, but it's practically saying, you know, the 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 fault's not on the government. Keeps saying it's the people's fault, but it's actually the system that's broken. Oh, the system's fucked. Like it's 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 the you know like prime example. If you're the captain of a football team, you're the captain. I said, if you're the captain of a ship, you don't blame the crew if you pick the wrong direction. You go right. That's all me. Yeah, will will change. Whereas it's a case of now we'll keep staring in the same direction, doing the same thing, and it's all your fault because you are a bunch of useless constantly in the rules. Because that's what Arlene and, pretty much said that we we and, failed ourselves. And I, yeah, and I practically said that if there wasn't so much bitterness between communities in Northern Ireland and the South, which is don't get me wrong, everybody's got their own opinion, and bitterness is probably like some people will say yes, no, but the DUP and Sinn Fein shouldn't be in the office anymore. Like Stormont off for three years. Joe, if people will vote for Sinn Féin because they're Catholic, vote for DUP because they're Protestant, and the reason they won't vote for anybody else is just for that main reason, because you're raised like that. And there's independent people, I don't give a fuck, that would have done a better job, guaranteed. Fucking sure. What about this for a wee conspiracy theory? Now, this is one I I threw, I threw this one. My calves are big. It's not a conspiracy. They're not big at all. Did you, uh, we'll go back to that one. Um, I threw it out on Twitter and didn't get no bites on it. Um, what about Wuhan being jammed for uh, New Year's Eve and Times Square being empty? Do you think it was the biggest sleight of hand by the Chinese government ever? To Because at the start they were all saying, oh, you have to lock down, you have to lock down, you have to lock down. In a way, that wrecks your economy. So you lock down. No. And then herd mentality. And China, China's booming again. Wuhan's if, having if, the time of their lives. That, if it was that, though, then the hospitals wouldn't be rammed. And Chinese magic trick Like fucking you, Penn and Teller You mean like fucking Houdini Houdini pulled out rabbit out of the hat Them sitting in China laughing away eat, eating the Hard wee to know You would need frontline workers on here and go Look we're not that thing But I think a lot of frontline workers Even if they aren't busy No I mean I mean the up. actual I mean the actual Saying that the best way to combat it is locking down And in turn when you lock down You wreck your own economy uh, Instead yeah. of the way they done it, they done it quick lockdown at the start and then let everybody out, and yeah, now they're know. flying and we're fucked. That's yeah, uh, it. Was just it was uh, a there was know. there was an article put on Twitter. I don't know what the fuck. It, I I don't even want this whole podcast to be just COVID though. Because no, it's not COVID. We're gonna go on to ripping the piss out of you now. Um, let's move because I think what a lot of, of people. I'm sure you're sick of listening to the two. <laughs> what about the boy on Twitter giving you the burden? I thought that was good. I thought that was funny as fuck. The three things in life for sure. Death, taxes, and uh, Tony McLeavy doing Instagram competitions. Oh, fuck. I, I retweeted it. I retweeted it and put our uh, put our podcast link underneath it. I thought it was funny. How many likes did it get in the end? Oh, he's, he's done well. He done well after you posted it, actually, because people must have went and searched for it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I shared it and he wrote to me and goes, fair play, I've done a couple of these before, and people... People like gave him stick, and I was like, "Mate, that's fucking priceless." Oh, I fucking sure it is. Funny, it's funny as fuck. Like. Hey, but but I turned around and I said, "To to two of them probably aren't are." I goes, three of them might be guaranteed, but I goes, one of them might not be guaranteed for Mila." And I was just laughing. He was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Oh, never mind." I was just talking about taxes. And I was just joking. Oh, but, tax fraud, <laughs> making jokes about it. Fucking. I was just joking, but I was like, "Fuck me!" But a case of actually, I thought that was funny. I thought that was good. Lad. Like, it, I enjoy that. See if you can't take the piss out of yourself. You're oh, a fucking I, a moron. Yeah, I uh, know. It was funny. Like a few people sent it in for to be brought up in the podcast. 
Oh, did they now? Did you get? Oh, we didn't even put up questions or anything this week. For, for anybody listening, by the way, that's the reason that this is out late is because I had to go to that, that test this morning and we've been manic. So we're literally only recording this now at like 12 bells. 12 bells, and I'll be out at probably about two. Um, so are you going to tell people where you're going, Tommy? Oh, I'm going to Dubai for anybody. Dubai. He's going, like he's going complete, complete fuckhead influencer. I'm not, I'm not going to be that douche that goes out there and just posts every 10 minutes. Look, sure you are. Not. What do you mean you're not going to be Conliff? <laughs> yeah, practically. Because I was like him. He's having the time of his life. Fair play to him. But, but yeah, exactly. But I think a lot of people, and this is not me, being, a lot of people will, will slightly resent that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But then it's jealousy. It's jealousy. Yeah, exactly. But you need to remember that your target audience as well isn't just the people who like like you. Do you know, there's people out there that will switch off from your content if they're posting too much. Oh yeah, yeah. But, like I remember, I remember two years ago whenever I like. My my following was naturally like completely organic, and I was on five thousand. It wasn't two years ago; it was like it was about a year and a half ago when I went to Bali, and I was pump posting three times a week, and I was on about four thousand five hundred followers, and I was gaining seventy followers per week, which is really good organically. Yeah, and see when I went from posting three times a week to posting six or seven times because I was on holidays, I'm storying more. Yeah. I started instead of gaining seventy followers a week like I had been for the last three four months, I started losing. 20 30 40 a week because you're melting people people don't want to see that yeah yeah there is there is a fine line there is a fine line it used to be it instagram used to favor people who posted twice a day on their actual actual twice photos a day used to favor that was back that's a good few years ago now and now it's the opposite it likes more sporadic stuff but fuck here it changes all the time but it is a lot of it's down to jealousy and a lot of it's down to I don't even think it's to do with people like wanting to keep their feed clean and tidy. I think it's down to it's the FOMO. People are they're driven by FOMO. They're driven by they're driven by they're they're so easily influenced and they're they they have this why me mentality. Why can I not do that? Fuck's sake, life's so shit. Why always me? Why why's he get to go to Dubai when I have to fucking be here? Or why's this girl got the Balenciaga trainers and I'm sitting here with a pair of fucking Adidas. People like that annoy. Like I, I, you hear all the time like people hating on other people because they're a bit successful, and that's the way that you know you would. A lot of people would measure a wee bit of success for the amount of hate they get. And I, I've heard that before in multiple podcasts um, with uh, like UFC fighters um, after fights. These are boys way down the list, and they start seeing like Twitter people going off. Oh, fuck, he's a douchebag, or I fucking hate him. And then they're like, "Yeah, okay, we've got something here. Let's play up to this fucking narrative." Same as Conor McGregor. The yeah. McGregor whole the whole McGregor narrative was, um, everybody was like, "Why is this fucking cunt speaking like he's a champion? He's only had two fights. He was in Cage Warriors, and he was talking about fighting fucking Jose Aldo." Jose Aldo was an unbeaten fighter Never beat I don't think he was beating the UFC at this stage He was champion Fucking five, six time champion Whatever uh, Conor McGregor was in Cage Warriors And he was calling out a boy In a different fucking organisation Who was about 200 ranks above him And calling him out And then started saying Stuff like Jose Aldo never heard of her As in he's a fucking wee girl And people then started talking about Who the fuck's this guy And then Dana White heard his name and Dana White was like, I have never seen this boy fight, but all I'm doing is getting fucking people sending me emails, sending me DMs, send, uh, tagging me in tweets saying, you need to look at this Conor McGregor guy, he's calling out Jose Aldo. Yeah. And that's no. kind of, I would I would base a lot, if you're not getting no hate, people have no opinion. And if people have no Freeze, opinion you on you, more, mate. Uh, if people have no opinion on you, nobody really cares. It's the same as like DJ's music. You know, we talked about it, this is even going to the most boring place ever. We were trying to sort coffee for a company I was involved with last year. We were tasting coffee, and they were like, "What do you think of that one?" And I was like, "Nothing. Like, it's not good, and it's not bad. It's just fucking bland. It's just there. <laughs> like, I've no yes. opinion on it." And they were like, "That's a good thing," and I was like, "No, it's a shite thing." Yes, like, you have to have an you have to have an opinion. You have to have like as you said, marmite. You know, you can't just taste someone and go, "That's all right." Like I can fucking you know, it's like spinach. You know, it's, it's fucking. It's just there. Like it's, uh, you don't want to be the spinach of life. No uh, way. You don't want to be the spinach. Fuck, we can put that in a t-shirt. Don't want to yeah, be the that, spinach of life. Yeah, don't be spinach. Don't be, be spinach. More like 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of a veg that's really hit or miss. Maybe be more like sprouts. Uh, be more... Like I don't like sprouts at all, but some people love them. Maybe I don't know. Were you a sprout man? You uh, like sprout I like man. them in the oven. I. Yeah, I fucking knew that sprite man. That's Tony. That's I, you know what? I'm worried about you going away. First of all, I'm worried about you not getting the podcast done. I'm going to have to replace you with some of the bigger muscles. Um, what about the cold water therapy? What I the know. fuck are we going to do, kid? I'm going to have to buy ice. Sit, sit in the bath. <laughs> you'll be you'll be fucking skinned by the time you come. Home. Uh, no, Joe. There's not nothing we can do there. I think the water the water's obviously not going to be Baltic. It's going to be all right, Joe. Ah, uh, no, so, no, you can't fool. You can't fool us now. You can't go over to Dubai and go. Oh, here's me and Rory fucking bouncing <laughs> into the water here. Fuck's sake, it's going to be freezing cold. And there's a camel walking past you. <laughs> you and the no, budgie smugglers fucking sunscreen on, sunblock across the nose, and a camel walking about. Fucking cold water <laughs> fair, but here we go, hey. Look at well, us. You never know. I have to wait for this COVID test. You're putting this out today, and my COVID test could come back tomorrow positive, and there ain't, there ain't going to be no camels for me then. No, you'll be all right. You'd be grand. Uh, so, I know, Joe, I'm not worried about that. It's a case of, for me, it was more so a case of not just that the gyms aren't open, but for me, I was supposed to be away there three, two or three times in the last four or five months, and I've been with fuck all. Like, I was supposed to be away for eight or nine days there to New York around Christmas, couldn't go. The only place you really can go now is Dubai, really. Everywhere else is shut. Yeah, Bali just closed their borders there. So it's one of them things where I'm like, you know what? I don't know whether this is going to last four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, as much as people hate saying that. I don't know whether we're going to get away again until summer. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm just going, you know, if me and one of my friends is willing to go or two and they're willing to go out there, we're willing to fucking train, eat. I, I'm happy as fucking. I'm very, very fortunate to do that because I've built up the business over time. But it's one of them things where, even if it was here, like it wouldn't stress me. It's just one of the things where if everything's open out there, and I'm young, fit, and healthy. I'm not at risk. I'm not putting anybody at risk being out there, like because I'm actually going to be floating about here, privately through gyms with keys in and out of supermarkets, and my family, sixty plus. I'm actually probably more risk to them here than I am away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. That's so, why I don't get why people's annoyed or people getting out of the country. Less people okay. in the country. Less people to fucking infect right, other I, people. I think it's because a lot of people would want to do it, you know. I, I can't. I would be like that too, because you'd be like, "Fuck, I'd love to go away." So it's one of the things where I can completely understand it. But it's just if you think like that, it's more so a case of that's on the person rather than me. Yeah. Are which you is, gonna are you is, gonna hire a big ridiculous car? No way. We're renting like a fucking Toyota Corolla or some lame shit onion box. Lame concept. Mate, there's no way I can afford fuck all in the bag. I'd be skint. Colin went out the other night and it was 160 quid for two steaks or something. Fuck that. Uh, it's, it's pre- Have you never been to Dubai? No. That is pretty dear food-wise. Um, but it's... You know, what, you know what is dear in Dubai? And it cost me a fortune when I was there. Ubers. Hookers. No, you'll not get a hooker in Dubai. I was uh, joking. Ubers. Yeah, so you're better renting a car. Oh, Ubers fucking... <laughs> I actually... In Dubai, I was in Dubai for a week, and when I came back, I started being given offers for Uber in Belfast because I was that good of a customer in Dubai. And I'm not even joking; I must have spent three or four hundred dollars on on Ubers. Fuck that! It's just everything. Everything in Dubai is like linked by small motorways. So Dubai one, Dubai two, Dubai three, Dubai four, um, and you can't really. So, it's so, not some, really somewhere where some of them can. you can walk, but the other ones you can't. Because I was, I was in Dubai 3, I want to say, and seemingly everywhere I wanted to go wasn't in Dubai 3. Joe, too, like, it's such a strange, like, I've heard from people, too, like, it's, like, so many different countries because it's, like, the 5% of the wealth is in it, that main place, and then outside of it, it's complete poverty. I wouldn't I wouldn't say poverty, but just not built up. It looks I've like poverty. It's real, real bad, yeah. The, same, the same people that, no, them people are probably... They're probably more um, uh, what would be the word? They don't want to move. They don't want to westernize. Oh so right, right, right. They're probably they're probably still fucking multi multi millionaires, but they're you no know, money doesn't matter to them. They don't want to westernize. Um, yeah, they're in a religion all then. That's yeah. why like you can't drink late and stuff. I think that's very interesting though as well. well like, and uh, money, money. Don't get me wrong. I think money matters to an extent because it can give you what you want, but not the actual. Like if money can help you get not a fancy car but it can give you more freedom more time back and less stress which is key but it, whenever people are getting more money to spend more money I, like I always love this 
I always love who somebody said to me ages ago, and it's the case of you people work a job to pay for a really dear car to drive to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that to me, that never made sense. That's why I, I've like, it's been what eight years now. I'm still driving my dad's car at the moment. I'll probably get something new in the new year, but a case of it's, it's like, I don't see the point in me. If I was in the fire service, I was making, I was only making like 1500 pounds. So making around 1400 pounds a month for something. I can say I got a brand new car for three, 400 pounds a month. That's realistically one full week of your work, you're paying to then drive a slightly nicer car to work you know for me that never made that never made unless you're really in the cars but that idea always fucking sort of com- yeah. not confused me but do you know what i mean yeah suppose yeah in a way but then what if you, you know why else would you have a car money's to be, yeah money's made to be spent don't get me wrong well, that's but- that's the thing money's money's made to be, the only thing i ever you know when when djm was happening and there was loads of extra money and loads of extra money to spend the only thing that I ever enjoyed having extra money was less worries. No, yeah, you didn't have to worry about. Yeah, you, like there would have been t- weeks where you would have spent X amount of money, and there would have been the following week you might have spent a fraction of that. No, money wasn't like I never, never be. The only thing I ever based on having a wee bit of extra money was less worries. You didn't have to worry about any bills. You didn't have to worry about anything. You, if you wanted something within a reason, like. You could have just went and got it. But rarely I would have ever went and got it, if you know what I mean. But it was just kind of having that peace of mind where you could pay all your bills. Um, If you wanted to like, go on holidays, you could probably go on holidays. Like, I didn't go on many extra holidays ever. But if I wanted to, within a certain budget, I could have could have just went. Um, that's, like, a lot of people... Like hate on well, like I I can get why people have nice cars. I have an I bought a nicer car because a lot of time I spend on my car going to gigs, and I just wanted yeah. a nicer car for that reason. Well, yeah, but it um, makes you feel good. Yeah, on, as long as it's not a case of keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, there's no, there's no. I don't give a fuck what other people drive. I I actually, you know what? I my favorite car in the world is a Fiat Five Hundred. To be honest, I think they're fucking amazing wee cars, and I love them. Like my mom's car, Fiat Panda, the yoke. <laughs> Fiat five hundred or an Arbraf. I don't know what. I don't think they're five hundred. I I've never had more fun driving one of them in my life. They're fucking unbelievable. City steering's the one. City steering. Yeah, do you know, like my mom's car has it. Like you, instead of you, don't, you only have to turn the wheel once fully, and it's full lockout. All right, fuck. <laughs> Mate, it's mad. You take a corner and you turn it in your flip. <laughs> fucking wild it's so so quick it's like being it's like imagine you playing like too fast too furious and turning the sensitivity up to 10 I don't even know what that is like well imagine you turn the left corner and just nicking the steering wheel and you're, you've done a 90 degree turn on the head there like <laughs> it's like do you playing snake whenever you take a left uh, yeah yeah it's like that that's that's probably a better example uh, no uh, the money thing's very interesting because I think that's like a taboo topic as well as a like COVID because people are like oh if you talk about money there's just not like it, you don't have to have money to talk about money you don't have to be scared to talk about money you don't have to know anything it's just it's, it's just a, something that's it's so in society and it matters so much as much as people don't like to say it because if you don't have money you can't feed yourself like that's plain and simple yeah so as much as people say money isn't happiness yes i agree with that but if if you can put food on your table that's going to be that's going to make you a lot more happy if you're fucking starving joe you know? and it's one of these things where people think oh i, I don't want to talk about because i don't want to seem like you don't have to know everything like i get people going oh stocks and shares and money that means fuck all it's a case of joe as long as you budget and you're smart and you have a bit i honestly do agree with you though i think a cushion some sort of savings where if a holiday comes up or if I, I always use the like the idea that if something breaks, you know, if your car broke yeah. in the morning, I could afford to go out buy a car for two thousand pound and and still get to work if needed, or it wouldn't cause me like where I'm like, oh my god, I have to take out a loan and I'm this and that. Now it's different if you're in uni, like I would never have that money, but after time of working, you'll you'll want some sort of cushion, just even like as the holiday thing, like you're saying, like imagine all of a sudden everybody goes, you know, if I had no money in boys school, we're gonna go to Dubai here, and you've nothing, yeah. no cushion. Like I'm using a good bit of my cushion for that, but it's a case of. At least I can because I've saved it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I always had the. It's the stress. I always had the thing when I was probably from when I was about nineteen or twenty. I always tried to have a little like kind of like a little extra money that wasn't in the bank that was just somewhere that was like a go bag. That if last minute somebody goes, as you said, here we're heading to Australia, 
in a month or two months even do you fancy coming do you yeah. want to go out for the year or this is coming up or that's coming up i always try to have that wee bit extra so i can kind of go yeah fuck i that could that could work or you know we needed to buy dj equipment or i needed to buy something I always tried out. This is probably the first point in my life where I probably don't have the same as what I had before. And that, in turn, like people, like I was chatting a few people actually last week about it who was, it was like melting their heads, like other DJs saying like they've never been a skint in their lives. But that's because they're going from having two, well, one good paying job and one really good paying job to having either furloughed or just one good paying job you know they they became like for five six seven eight nine ten years they had two incomes coming in to their bank every you know every week pretty much every month and they had or they had they would get paid in cash from djing so they never had to go into their bank you know they never had to actually touch anything and now all of a sudden they're sitting there with one income and they've realised that one income's not enough. No, it's not enough because for ten years they had two. And other people then were were kind of this guy in particular. People were saying, "I oh, but you were living above your means. You were living past your means." But it really wasn't because his means he wasn't was, because now his income's been taken away. His, his income's been, he may as well like it's in all all purposes he may as well be made redundant. He may as well be you no. Know, he may as well be unemployed and is only getting. A certain amount of money. Which, Living above your means is like Joe. Uh, I think like it's like taking loans. It's like taking loans and stuff, and 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 finance and everything. And yes, what would you say is like a, a normal percentage of a wage to save, like ten percent? Fuck, I don't know. I never really, never really thought about. I, that. I don't never really. really use, I don't save a percentage. Like I just try and uh, save whatever's left. I'd say someone yeah. should spend more. Someone should spend less. Well, I always kind of looked at the thing. If you saved a hundred pound a week. Yeah, like that's still a lot of money for most people. Like, well, that's what, over five grand a year. Yeah, well, if you save a hundred pound a week, that's fi- yeah, that's five thousand two hundred. I actually done a seminar for my clients this every day because we were talking about fat loss or money saving. Yeah, and like, yeah, like five grand actually over a year. It, like, if you save a hundred pound a week, that sounds like loads, but five grand isn't. I'm not saying it's not a whole lot of money. It is, but yeah. it, like you expect more. But no, I. I do rate that, but probably most people not. Well, it's hard to know, but like the average wage is about to be in around fifteen hundred pound. No. Probably, ah, uh, yeah, that was rude to be about, uh, probably less. Probably well, well about 12, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred to two grand, probably. Yeah. So, like, yo, that is still, uh, like, that's saving a third of your money. Like, it's, it's, it is good touch. Like, so, it, I believe that above your means, though, it, that's only above your means if, if you are making twelve hundred pound a month and you're living for fifteen hundred pound a month. Yeah. Like, if you're spending a thousand pound a month and you make twelve hundred pound, you're not living out of your means because you're saving two hundred pound. But if you all of a sudden lose your job or get eighty percent of your wage, you just dropped two hundred forty quid there. Boom! Now you're you're actually scraping to get by, and that's not your fault. Like you couldn't, as much as people say, rainy day fund. A rainy day fund is not made for a year of COVID. It can suck my balls. No, it's not. It's it's not. It's not even made. made your car breaks. It's not made for six months. No, it's made for if your car breaks and you need to get it work, you can chip out six hundred pound to fix your car, or you can get the fucking bus the next day, or yeah. you can. Or if, if the heating goes in your house, Joe, you, there's something for like that. It's yeah. not made for for you to live on for a year where you're out of work. It's yeah. that's why, like, I especially in your sort of industry and stuff oh, like I. that's why, like, I'm grateful that my stuff is online. And then, like, you like a lot of people are like, oh, boo me, I didn't get to New York there for Christmas. Like, if I wasn't going to Dubai, obviously I'd be upset. But then you look at like you haven't even been able to work. There's always somebody. I'm not saying this in bad, but, but there's there's somebody worse off than you. As oh well. yeah, oh yeah, all oh, fucking somebody, sure. Some, somebody losing their business right now, you know, yeah. overheads, and it is no matter where you think. I'm not trying to make people grateful, but a case of there is always somebody worse off. Like some people going to me, oh, I'm locked up in the house. You could be locked up in the house alone in London in a one bedroom flat with no job. Yeah, Joe, like in China, like there's people in China. You see, whenever COVID first came out, and it was showing you where people were living for six weeks. Like I mean, it all in one wee square room, like your bed, your kitchen, like that was the rooms anyway, and they had to stay there for six weeks. You'd go fucking nuts. Oh fucking sure. There's though there is always someone worst off, um, and there's probably people worse off that won't say it. They won't admit it. You know, there's yeah. a lot of businesses circling the drain. 
Like there's a lot of business. Act. There's a lot of businessmen, and I know a few that is going against their accountants and their fucking financial advisors. Uh, they're going against what they're being told. They're going against their advice, and they're personally funding people's wages. You know, they're personally yeah. funding their business because they feel like they have to do it. And that's putting them on financial strain. That's putting their family under financial strain. I know one in particular who is probably on the verge of getting fucking divorced over the head of it because he will not let his business go under. And he will not let his uh, his staff be financially burdened. And he's pumping fucking personal money. Now, business, everybody tell you in business, there's business and there's personal. Your business is worth X. Don't be putting personal money in it. After a certain point, if it's if it's if you know, you have to worry about you know you having a roof over your head, yeah. And he's got to the point now where it's it's putting him under strain, it's putting his family under strain. But he's continually to personally, you know, help his staff. Like he opened there when they were allowed to open, but because of the because of, you know because of the new rules, it's hard for them to make any money over Christmas because of the eight p.m. curfews. Once again, very hard to make money, but it's very it's a very expensive business to run. He continued to do it, continued to tick all the boxes. There's a lot of people doing stuff like that. There's a lot of like I the recovery's gonna be longer than the than the problem. You know, people yeah. think when when it's time to go that the bars are all gonna fucking yeah, it's open, the nightclubs are open. It's not gonna work like that. Like I when the nightclubs open, I don't know if there's going to be uh no what's what would be the word? So uh, the budget. So the budget to bring in acts, to bring in DJs. Where's the budget gonna yes. come from if they're being closed? You know, if you have a good year, the following year you might you might get your money put up for certain DJs. Or if you have a good year and your following's growing, you're doing better. You, you just you, you just demand more money that's just the way it works you know you demand a fee you demand a fee for your for your goods um i just don't know if that's going to be possible now i don't know how it's going to work i don't know how it's going to work for the bigger acts that say the touring djs you know where where are they going to go like so the massive big acts that go to beef every year where are they going to where's their fees going to come from so the the knock on effect and that comes is it goes they knock it down the ladder. So then they go yeah. right. We can't pay the smaller DJs, or we can't pay this, or we can't do that, or we have to up the drinks prices, or we have to up the ticket prices. So, and then in turn, then that that the customer then goes well. Fuck, it. that's happened to me in my day job as well. I've went from a forty hour contract to a fucking. I was made redundant but brought back at less wages because um my role is is being fucking cancelled. Like it doesn't know I know marketing managers, sales marketing managers who are now just marketing executives doing the same sort of work, wee bit less, um, and get way less money. Yeah. That's the knock on effect, but if everything else has to become dear, well everybody everybody's earning less, that's where that's where the kind of poverty thing's gonna start happening. And now with this Brexit shit it's all it's it's fucking weird. It's we're 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 gonna be in a weird cycle for a while. Um, especially the music industry, the hospitality industry is gonna be fucked. I know rightly it's fucked. Um, of course the cream will probably raise to the top, but there'll definitely be some sort of burden on that top. It won't be it won't be the way it was before. Um, it won't be back to earning the mega bucks. That the big acts were earning before, like I'll be the same in all of them though. Even the pubs, like Table Bar and all, like, oh, you can't, like that, that reopened and it was all back to normal practically. Like that yeah. can't be happening if you're looking to keep no. the rate down. And no, I think uh, as much as I'm like, oh yes, one day it'll just be over the vaccine. It's it's it's, it's not looking like that. It's looking like they're taking a stupid approach, so they need to continue it. Well, for I think the, vac the vaccine went into the GPs today, didn't it? No, no, there's that AstraZeneca one too that you need two or three dosages of too, which sounds absolutely stupid as fuck. I don't know. You know, it's... 
you need it, it gives you a week it doesn't even protect you from covid so like or sorry it protects you from covid it doesn't help you stop spreading or anything so like oh, right. the r rate's gonna still fucking climb and then people with the vaccine are gonna go i can't die from it so great yeah let's get on out and start super spreading like a dirty bastard so tell me this although when tony would get off we'll get off the covid thing again how you... oh how do we keep going back to that because like? it's all that's happening in the world like. the world is fucking i know with no crack so... no the crack is it's like a crack vacuum um how are you going to eat in Dubai? Like, how are you going to... I'm bringing another suitcase with me full of food. I'd say you will. Um, I'm bringing five kilos away, good couple, good whack of stuff, Mika. <laughs> are you bringing away protein, we? Yeah, um, it's going to be too dear to buy out there. No, you can get my protein out there. I know, but I mean, everything's going to be fucking dear to buy out there, and it's important at all, no? No, no, I don't think there's much of a problem. I think uh, there's a, vlog, there's a vlog by... What do you call your boy with the chest? Big chest, eh? Tony McLeavy. No, you haven't got a big chest. You have big shoulders. Uh, chest, eh? Chest, eh? <laughs> Scouser boy, English boy, lives in Dubai now. He, uh, he has one of his vlogs. Mike Ferson, uh, one of his vlogs. Uh, he talks about protein, getting supplements in Dubai. Right. Well, supplement shops everywhere to be honest in Dubai, but I, I think they no, are pretty. Price. I think they are pretty dear. No, um, I'll be bringing a good bit. I'll, I'll eat. I'll still hit my calories or try my best. I'm f- big fifteen stone now. I have to try and hold it. Fifteen stone. What's that in k- kilo? Ninety five point three. Fuck you! Didn't you haven't grew that much in a couple of weeks, eh? What's wrong? What do you mean? You were that. You were that two weeks ago. I'm. I have never been this heavy. I've never been ninety five. I've always been a wee bit short. And how's the blood? Still, uh, still diabetic. Fucked. I'm completely diabetic. I'm probably going in there fucking. You're high a bit overs. more alert today. It's because it's later in the People day. People be worried about you, you know. Oh, I would have been saying. Just saying the, 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 I, the fucking a lot of boys, been, boys and girls actually have been worried about the. Just saying that you're just fucking not as alert, and when I take the piss out of you, your your comebacks aren't as good, and, and they were actually actually hundred. I'm not even joking about this. People were actually worried. Obviously, but you need to remember. But then I had to say no, but the cunt actually just rolls out of his bed, (laughs) gets on the microphone. Yeah, like I roll out of a cot, but you need to remember as well. Like I do get like not sugar rushes and stuff, but I do get energy bounces. Like oh, but your body's working that hard to break down all that food. You're going to get the like just even holding the weight. Like like, see, see, even just my mobility is shocking. Like I turn around in the corridor and like started like I cramp so much now just because. The extra tissue and the weight whenever you turn and even like how tight things are you just you don't realize how much mobility you lose as you put on weight even trying to fucking wipe my arse in the toilet's a fucking nightmare so it's a case of mickey i swear to god i know you're laughing there but we small things like that like your body it takes extra stress like every step i take now i have an extra two and a half stone on and so when when's when's the reverse coming when's the cut starting the cuts well i have to hold this for at least four to four weeks so i'm gonna try and hold this weight or, oh, in between my eyes 14 9 and 15 stone way in dubai is a win because you're, you're gonna sweat you're gonna sweat like a dirty pig don't I? oh sweaty boy <laughs> uh so we'll see that's roughly because the one major thing that loads of people if you're listening to this and you bulk I always say to clients when they're on board, you need to bulk, but there needs to be, I don't really love this, but there needs to be a stabilization phase at the end of a bulk. Because if you, if I hit 15 stone and see as soon as you hit it, and loads of people do this, you come straight back down. All that new tissue that's on you, you haven't had homeostasis. You're not regulated around that. You know, your body's not used to carrying that. It wants rid of that. Yeah. So like you cutting immediately is telling your body, right, we put on all this muscle, all this fat, and let's get rid of it. So you need to stabilize. And then once you've stabilized around that, then you can tidy up and you're in a much better spot. My heart rate will lower, my blood glucose will lower naturally now if I just stay where I am. I'm not pushing no more. Yeah, I'm yeah. just staying. So it's it's if things should get a wee bit better, but even just like you're saying there with energy, like like fucking hell. Sure, like whenever you eat a meal, like if I eat a meal, like if it's fucking two hundred grams of chicken, two bags of Uncle Ben's rice, a banana, an apple, and a fucking kiwi or something, like you you don't really want to get up and fucking have the crack. You just want to lie like a potato. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, you know, I, I, your body's just fucking trying to mill through the food. Do you take a uh, digestive enzymes? I take one before bed, but I don't really rate them. Like I just take it because it's on the plan. It's on my plan. I don't really give them out to clients. Like I think if you need a digestive enzyme, there's there's probably more of an issue there than than a tablet can sort. Yeah, I'm. I've started taking them this morning. 
Yeah, uh, it's just something that the rest day they started, boys. Started the day. I hope my uh, homeostasis hasn't kicked in. <laughs> so this, so this extra tissue just drops off. You know, Tony. You know how it is. Ah, Getting ready for Ocean Beach in the summer. Oh, well, I'll be expecting a VIP. I expect to be in the DJ booth with you picking the tunes. No, you can pick the tunes, but uh, I started oh, today. If I get to pick a tune, ABBA is coming on first lift. Knowing me, knowing you? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to maybe, I don't mind about dancing, Queen. Is, uh, is the parents going to miss you when you're away? No, they'll probably throw a fucking part out. Uh, no, I don't know about that. No, obviously not. My one's fucking. I'm the life and soul of the party here. No, you're not. Your mum's the life and soul of every party. And I life. wind up though. You know, it's there has to be a showman. So <laughs> there's somebody plotting all this behind the scenes. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be weird. You're gonna be oh fucking look at me in Dubai and all the lads, 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 I'll, lads, and then oh. I'll bring her with me. Put it's gonna be. Case. It's gonna be some crack now. See how you the. You gonna do many competitions in Dubai? No, I've one lined up for whenever I come home or in Feb, so I've a, I've a big, big one in Feb. Ah, oh, fuck. A big, juicy one, Mickey. You'll be you'll be buzzing with it. You'll be like, fuck, that's a good move, Tony. Well done, sir. I Better don't know. Go. I haven't been impressed with the last few. No, the last few have just been ticked the box, though, but it's a case of, like, moves has been good. I moves. Like, the move was very good, actually, yeah. Moves good. It's just the last one there was just a quick fire one because it was going... Like, if you imagine the last one, the Lean 14 one, wasn't for me about... Getting like another three thousand followers for me, it's it's getting the right followers. Oh, I lean fourteen nine, fucker. Like anybody that follows them or me is into fitness. Yeah, yeah. So it's just even if I get two hundred followers of that, somebody's gonna see my results and go, "Fuck, he's on the well, money." I'll give him a message. All right, well, that's the thing. Your your results are your uh, are that's your marketing that. That's that's no, that's all it is. Like, people, you know, like people think I'm doing this to build a following. It's not about the following. It's about I have a pro. I have a product, right? And I'm that confident that if you click on my profile, you've never been on it before. You will not see anybody in Northern Ireland. You might in the UK, like right, but you'll not see anybody in Northern Ireland, in my honest opinion, maybe the South, that bangs out a weekly result to that high of a standard. So whenever you come on my profile and you see that, you'll be like, "Fuck up, boys!" Actually the real deal and I don't need to do anything else you don't even need to follow me because I get people who go oh I've seen you from the very first competition but I never wanted to lose weight so I never followed you but I just remember the results so I threw you a message and that's all it's about it's just about people I don't need people to follow me I just need people to know what I do because then when they need that solution or somebody around them needs that solution they'll go he's probably the best there is yeah no and no that's, definitely that's it's uh so it's, it's so like i only got like 700 800 followers of that lean 14 one but the only problem i would see is if some of them extra followers fucked your algorithm see i i think the drop off quite quickly which is nice because oh, I, yeah. I usually drop two three hundred off there yeah. so like i'm not stressed about that remember we talked I, about I, that I gym. Them out there, but we done that one because i met yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like I the way the reason we done that one is because new lockdown, loads of eyeballs on screens around Christmas, and nobody's working. I was like, that's a perfect time for an easy hit. Who doesn't want a bit of money to bring up their mood? I was like, job done. That's easy sorted. And if I got ten followers off that, and each one of them decide over three years to buy something of me, like oh, my coaching, oh yeah, that's a win. So who gives a fuck? So oh. It's, I always lean with the idea that during COVID, a lot of businesses are going to be pulling back on marketing. They're going to be pulling back on expenses. It's the perfect time for me to try and grow. And I, I've shown that over the last nine months because a lot of people are going to pull out and I need to double down. I don't pull out. Mickey, just so you know. Oh, I was going to say, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's some fucking uh, analogy. I don't pull out. There's another t-shirt for the fucking... <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be your slogan. I know you. I don't pull out. No, I'm I don't. Mr. I don't fucking put live rounds about the place. I'll tell you. That's because they're all duds. Probably are all duds, to be honest. Dud um, nudes. What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, like we we talked a bit about the, about that gym. We'll not name the gym. We done a massive thing, um, and it's it's absolutely fucked their algorithm. Like not to be born here, but it's absolutely ruined. They're better off just. What starting are they on eight. now? How many followers are they on? I don't even know. Um, I just know I'll they're getting about now. they're getting about fifty to sixty likes a picture in some of their pictures. Fucked. And that's uh, a couple of hundred thousand, maybe a hundred and forty thousand. They were hundred and forty last time I seen. Um, and you know what? They're down forever. They're down over five, six k. Their uh, their gym's fucking incredible, and they're deadly at what they do. Um, 
just to think it was. Well, I don't know about that. I think they're gym's class, eh? The equipment's not. Oh, is it not? The equipment to give no. away is fucking unreal. So yeah, weird. The giveaway is good. The equipment in the place, like, I no, I'm not in no position to say, you know, they, like, don't get me wrong. Some pieces are really nice, but like, some pieces just really don't make sense. Like the seated hamstring curl doesn't make any sense biomechanically. So stuff like that needs sus. But seated hamstring curl. Yeah, so like if you ever see a seated hamstring curl, right? Yeah, or you put your feet between the two pads and it like fucking yeah. bends your legs in a weird way. Bingo, there should be a pad above the knee towards yeah. the, oh, on your quad, whereas yeah. the, I know the one in there is below your knee on your shin, which doesn't make... Are they not a CrossFit gym? No, it's like a mix, I think. I oh, I've only ever seen the CrossFit stuff. That's why that, See CrossFit gym All oh, you need barbells And Because I, I knew a lot of their stuff Was black box And the CrossFit part And it's fucking It's that's the best of the best Like um, But the, the equipment To give away Because they were getting New equipment in Was fucking outrageous It was unbelievable um, But yeah So Next podcast Tony's gonna be Hopefully Doing it from Dubai Yeah Jesus Probably might might be a few guests on it. Eh? Might have the all the lad lad lads, you know, in the <laughs> the lads. Be shouting shit in the background, probably the wabs. Aye, all the lads living living life in Dubai, where we're uh, probably actually. No, uh, I don't know. You're jinxing actually. me. I'll probably not even fucking. I was get gonna say I was about to just be the bearer of bad news there, going to probably fucking. Probably not even get in. I'll probably get fucking done for either one, not get COVID positive, two, trying to smuggle in protein and creatine. That's, and, I was going to say, you need to watch that actually because some, that's, Dubai's a place you don't want to fuck around with. There, be, there could be some, uh, some like thing, not that you're probably, you're using like all the proteins that are tested everywhere, but I know there's some proteins like, like just like America, some of it's not allowed to be sold in the UK. And there's certain stuff in the UK that can't be sold in America, like like being super born here, Vicks Vapor Rub from America can't be sold in the UK, and it can't be used by athletes in the UK. But Vicks Vapor Rubs in the UK can be used by athletes. I know that much because a boy lost his Olympic medals because of Vicks Vapor Rub. That's, that's a weird fact for you there, boys. To just end the show, something you didn't need to know, but you do know. And we'll end her there. We'll end her in that bombshell. Tony's away to Dubai, and I'm starting a new job next Monday. Holla. Um, where, are you, where are you starting work? A, a healthy food company. Oh, We'll right. just say. Um, and we're going to take over the world. Oh, The rise, but no, I'm not joking. It's not AMPX. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not AMPX. Right. Fair, fair uh, play, th- don't th- Thank you. You haven't had that yet, have you? That way. No. No, yeah, uh, so thank you everyone for who's sharing it, uh, liking it, reviewing it. We really appreciate that. If you continue sharing all, we really do just to spread it because everybody needs a laugh during these times and needs to hear Mickey give me a bit of shit. So yeah, thank you all. Uh, tune in next week. I'm sorry about this one being a wee bit later. We do apologize. Right. See you later. What?